3: This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Show. And welcome back, everybody, as we roll into the third half of our three-hour tour known as the Tom Sumner Program. This year marks 20 years that the Genesee Health Plan has been around, and uh, they are a... um, Sponsor of the Tom Sumner program, but I've had, uh, but they're also a very, very unique organization, and uh, uh, because of that, I've had as a guest on the show the CEO from the Genesee Health Plan, Jim Milanowski, several times, and he joins me now by phone. Hey, Jim, welcome to the show.
6: Uh, good morning, Tom. I'm glad to be here, and it's always good to talk to you.
3: Um, Twenty years. Does it seem shorter or longer?
6: Well, I've only been with the organization 15 out of the 20, but uh, the time really has uh, flown by, and it really... Has Yeah, you know, we, we started off, and we can kind of go over that if you want, just how small we were and then how kind of big we got. And now we kind of settled in in, in, in response to the Affordable Care Act, kind of what we do now. So it's been kind of a wild ride, but a real fun ride. Uh, and we've helped so many people, and that's really the satisfying part of it.
3: Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the history of uh, Genesee Health Plan. But but first, Jim, um, you're coming through kind of distorted. Do you, do you have any volume volume control at your end?
6: I can check on that. Let me. Uh, is that too much, or is that any better?
3: No, it's it's about the same.
6: Okay, I'm going to pick up the receiver. Tom, is that better?
3: Oh, that's much better,
6: Jim. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I was on had you on speaker. So let's just go ahead and do it this way.
3: Okay. It it really does sound quite a bit better, Jim. Thank you.
6: Uh, oh, you're welcome.
3: But but let's talk about about the history. How did how did the Genesee Health Plan actually uh, get its start?
6: Well, yeah, that goes back to the 2000 about year 2000. Uh, the Granholm administration, Jennifer Granholm was the governor, and the Department of what is now called the Health and Human Services was really uh, addressed with the issue of the rising uninsured in the state of Michigan. Again, this is prior to Obamacare and and everything, and. Um, really uh, looking at how many uninsured residents there were in not not only Genesee County, but statewide. And so uh, the the task was created to create uh, um, assistance for those people. And um, so really, uh, Genesee Health Plan was one of like 26 county health plans that were established in the state of Michigan, that represented like 73 out of 83 counties in Michigan. So they're um, like by us. There were co- uh, county health plans in Saginaw, in Bay County, and in Washtenaw County, for instance. Uh, nothing though in Lapeer, Shiawassee. So it, there were some counties that never were represented by a county health plan, but there was actually a whole association of these county health plans that were established. To really get uh, the uh, issue of uninsured care so really was really first looking at this whole uninsured care and people who just did not qualify for any type of Medicaid or Medicare or and didn't have employer sponsored coverage a lot of people working two three jobs they weren't offered insurance or small business where they couldn't afford it so that was really the climate that created these county health plans like Genesee Health Plan.
3: And are those other those other county health plans, are they still in existence, or is Genesee Health Plan the last one standing?
6: Well, we're almost the last one standing. There's a few <laughs> of them like Ingham Health Plan and Washington Health Plan that really are just... Um, uh, operating on what we call reserves or monies that um, they've had over the years, and they're just seeing a very few amount of people. And mostly it's connecting them to uh, health care in their community, not the coverage like we offer here in Genesee County. That's what makes us unique, and we've talked about it on your show before. Sure. Is the fact that there's a, a countywide uh, millage that was first passed in 2006 that really helps pay for that coverage, uh, that uh, uh, medical coverage that people get through the Genesee Health Plan when, they, when they're uninsured.
3: Yeah, and, and those
6: other counties do not have that. And so uh, we're, we're really one of the last ones standing, and that's really what makes us unique not only in Genesee County, but in Michigan and early actually in the United States
3: and And that was uh, five years after the organization first started. And it's been the, that millage has been renewed twice.
6: Absolutely, back in 2012 and then just most recently in 2018. But this was, so we talked about the state kind of organizing these health plans and then really then it became more of an, a local effort where um, um, the, uh, Linda Hammerker, who was our former CEO and president before I took over, really got things started and she worked with the Genesee County Board of Commissioners. She worked with the County Health Department and the County Health Office at the time, Bobby Pestronk, and then with the three hospital systems—Hurley, uh, uh, McLaren, and Ascension Genesis—and then a, a number of the uh, nonprofits like the Greater Flint Health Coalition and Hamilton, all these partners came together and decided what was Genesee Health Plan going to look like because. We certainly, there was a choice to be made. Would you just have everybody go to one clinic, let's say, and just get care from a few doctors, or would you, and it was decided no, we wanted them emulated after, a person's regular health insurance, that they, you know, they have a choice of providers and um, and a choice of uh, primary care physicians, specialists, and that was the model that was chosen, uh, was to really create this uh, uh, network of uh, providers that people, our, our members could go and see. So right now, we have 200 uh, primary care physicians under contract, 200 specialists under contract, and then all ancillary services like radiology and Lab and so forth, and it really was. It took a, a few years, really, in the in that mid two thousands to really get this whole network up and running. And and it really was a new concept. I, I, some of the providers, you, you know, really pushed back that they weren't sure of this. Um, you know, because we don't reimburse at Blue Cross rates. Uh, you know, we reimburse a little bit over Medicaid rates. And at first, physicians were like, oh, I'm not so sure about this. And it really just took some persuading and, and really having them look at their uninsured care, because most of the time that they saw those people, they tried to collect uh, uh, the uninsured, they would try to collect some uh, monies from them or they would just write it off. Uh, and. This was a way of getting steady uh, reimbursement and now uh, you know the providers know how valuable this is they get a steady steady stream of uh, revenue from seeing these people and uh, and have all these services that they can choose from to send their members to if they need other supports and services so it really has come a long way since those early days of trying to negotiate contracts and uh, get a network of providers together
3: well I would think Jim that the uh, that the providers, uh, because so much has happened over the last 15 years since you've been there and since it's been uh, since yeah. it's had uh, significant funding, that you know businesses have dropped you know covering employees and um, I would think that that doctors would even refer patients who maybe said, hey, I don't have coverage anymore. They they would say, uh, contact uh, the Genesee Health Plan.
6: Yeah, that absolutely occurs. Um, And so, you know, you go back to really when we had that economic downturn of 2008 or so. Right after that first millage was passed, we saw a tremendous growth. Uh, growth in the uninsured uh, people who had lost their jobs, and uh, and that was really the first time we had a true uptake. Where we probably in 2006 had five to seven thousand people on the health plan, and you know then from 2008 to 2015 we consistently had 24 to 28 thousand people on the health plan. So uh, yes, it really grew very fast. And physicians and other uh, um, nonprofits and other people, uh, you know, what we call the safety net in our community, really referred a lot of people who really needed it. And a lot of people never had asked for help before. You know, they had worked jobs for years, uh, a lot of them automobile connected, automobile plant connected uh, as vendors or whatever who lost jobs. And health care
3: coverage had become sort of expected.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely, and so they never had to worry about it, and then all of a sudden you, you had a group and, you know, and a lot of people aren't comfortable asking for help, and so that's what kind of makes us unique is that, you know, we sit down and kind of go over what options uh, that people have and and can look at. We get them some coverage. We want to make sure they can see a doctor and, and get their medications if they're on it. We try to make it as easy and painless as possible because it's, 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 healthcare is really confusing and and you're right people that have had it and we even saw that during the COVID-19 uh, a pandemic where a lot of people for the first time came out of it without or that they you know lost their jobs and didn't have health insurance and what do you do at that point it's a it's a scary feeling when you don't have that anymore you have to all of a sudden have to pay a thousand dollars out of pocket for a plan or something along those lines and so that's what we have done over the years is really help get people uh, on the Genesee Health Plan. And then once they get a, a job that they have commercial or employer based insurance or if they get on Medicaid or whatever, then uh, we transition them into that.
3: I would think a lot of people, uh, especially back during that economic downturn in 2008, um, for a lot of those people, they had never had to shop for health care before. I mean, forget about asking for help, but just where would you even begin to look? And how oh, would absolutely. you go about
6: it? I know, they're really... Because... Th- Medicaid uh, expansion uh, occurred in 2015 with the Affordable Care Act in the state of Michigan. Prior to that, Medicaid was only really for pregnant women or uh, disabled adults. Um, It wasn't an income base. So the poorest of the poor were not on Medicaid, or if you lost your job, you could not get on Medicaid during that time. And so there really weren't any options other than a Genesee health plan for people. Unless they wanted to pay out of pocket and pay for a coverage,
3: but what's what's in, what's been interesting is the role that Genesee Health Plan has has played as a navigator for people who don't know what's available.
6: Yes, yes. and so people. Again, come to us, uh, you know, and don't know where to go, and so you know, it depends on their income and and um, what type of coverage they need. Um, we can get them on Genesee Health Plan, but again, we're not full health insurance. We don't cover things like inpatient hospitalization. We don't cover things like. Um, um, uh, emergency room services but we cover those outpatient programs and then if uh, um, if they qualify if based on income for Medicaid we can get them signed up for that we can get them signed up for Medicare if uh, they, they're reaching that age where they're eligible for that or the uh, supplemental plans or when the Affordable Care Act open is open, Obamacare, whatever you want to call it is open, we can help people sign in that. Our staff are trained in all of those things and then if if for some reason that person isn't uh doesn't qualify maybe they make too much income we can refer them to a uh, uh, my- Insurance people that will you know can sell them a, a a commercial product that they can afford as well, so we can run the whole gamut, and so it 's really a one stop shop for people to to really get that help and like you said to navigate those waters for them so so that they know what options they have.
3: Jim, I have to take a short break here. Can you stick around so we can talk Absolutely. a little bit more
6: all right my yeah, guest, let's do that
3: My guest is uh, Jim Milanowski is the CEO of the Genesee Health Plan. They are a sponsor of the show. Um, But we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Hello,
2: darling. This is O'Vira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom
7: Sumner. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive, and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters.
3: The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19,
7: Visit mi.gov slash AG Complaints for your connection to consumer protection.
6: Hello, this is State Senator Jim
3: Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner program. Hey, welcome back everybody. We continue my conversation about the uh about this year being the twentieth anniversary of the Genesee Health Plan and joining me by phone is uh, the CEO for the Genesee Health Plan, Jim Milanowski. Jim, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around, and sorry to make you sit through all that.
6: Oh, that's okay. I, you know, and it was really interesting hearing the uh, the message on scams, and even in in healthcare enrollment, there are scams. Uh, people are trying to. Um, Uh, especially the elderly and trying to sign up for uh, plans or to give them their credit card information they don't have if anybody asks you for that then you know if they want you to pay for those services you know it's a scam so just kind of wanted to throw that in as I was listening on the other end so
8: well
3: in the in the uh, earlier segment you mentioned that uh, you've been there 15 years the organization has been around for 20 um, but this last 15 years has been, you, you described it as a wild ride. And, <laughs> and just a couple of things that came up that, you know, I'm, I'm curious to hear you uh, talk about how Genesee Health Plan surfed these, uh, these waves. You mentioned Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, and the expansion of Medicaid, and then the pandemic, um you know who could have seen those those two major events Absolutely. in 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 a relatively short history
6: yes and so you know the affordable care act you know we we welcomed it cuz we you know we want more opportunities for uh healthcare if if everybody had healthcare then and we were out of business you know what that would be a good thing or we we would probably be doing like what we do now is is really assist people uh in getting into those uh proper uh coverages but um that That really was something because again, you think back in two thousand and fourteen two thousand and fifteen when this was enacted, uh we had about twenty eight thousand people, and many of them qualified either for Obamacare or the the Medicaid expansion called Healthy Michigan, in our state. So we never want to cover people that qualify for something else, and so we took on a, about a six month initiative to bring in all these members of ours and engage with them on what they might qualify. So um, our building has a large classroom that seats about 50 people, and we would bring in 50 at a time every hour. We had laptops set up, uh, and we, we walked them through the process of applying for uh, either the Medicaid expansion or Obamacare if they qualify for that. And at, at, during those six months, we did about 10,000 people in our building on getting them into those types of coverages and so that really was a huge transition for us uh, to and just I, there were people everywhere and our parking lot was just packed but we felt that was the important thing to do was to get them connected with coverage that they they really qualified and deserved including inpatient care and emergency room care and that a lot for a lot of people that was the first time they had those types of coverages so um, that, that was during that time period just a tremendous change for us and then we had to adjust because we had lower membership we uh, and so at that point our board of directors decided well uh, we can cover some things that previously we we couldn't cover like dental for seniors and veterans so um, um, you know, uh, seniors and veterans, uh, seniors uh, don't get uh, dental coverage with their Medicare unless they pay extra for that on a supplemental. And a lot of military are discharged from the military, maybe with health care, uh, but not with dental services. And so uh, we were able to expand our dental coverage to include those populations. We we uh, added some mental health and we, you know, we covered some things that normally we we. Cover so we had to change along with the Affordable Care Act because we wanted to make sure we were utilizing these dollars and filling in the millage dollars and filling in the gaps that were out there.
3: And and then you had to make some adjustments again for the pandemic i'm sure you didn't have 10,000 people in the building this last year and a half
6: no <laughs> no absolutely and so really it was just a get, making sure our you know again we just had a real short window to get our staff at home so they could work at home how do we because our model has always been face to face uh uh you know assisting people face to face we want to build that rapport with them we want to engage them we we just felt like you know doing that you know in person has always been our model and so we really had to switch to do it by phone and then we really uh developed a uh, we uh, we used a, um, a telemedicine platform and had that vendor kind of help us create a, uh, a really a um, Zoom-like uh, experience for our members or people enrolling where they could see our staff and we could see them and then they could share documents like we need a proof of income or a uh, proof of ID, they could just put it up to the, uh, the screen on their side and then we could take a picture, put it as part of our records we really adjusted to this and so now i think that's going to be a, 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 a probably a permanent change so people can certainly come in now we've we've opened the door and uh, people can come in and get assistance face-to-face but we can also um assist them virtually as well and so we kind of learned that from the pandemic that we could do that in a way that um uh, makes sense uh, for everybody. And, and it's, it's made it convenient for a lot of people that might not be able to get to our office. They could do it uh, virtually uh, and, and, and it's created that ease for them as well. So yes, there was a big change for us, and but we continued to work and uh, assisted people because people really needed health coverage during this pandemic. And as we talked about before, a lot of people lost their coverages and so really needed assistance and especially getting on, there, you know, the, the Medicaid expansion was there for people. The, the state offered that to people and expanded that, and we were able to get people signed up for that that qualified for that.
3: How, um, Jim, how, are, how is the uh, Genesee Health Plan commemorating its 20th anniversary? There, there isn't really a, a significant date, is there?
6: No, I think we. I, I think you know the articles of incorporation. I think go back to like March of you know, two thousand and one. So I, you know, we're. It's not an a, a Independence Day kind of thing of uh, when JHP was founded, but you know, we have an annual dinner that's going to be on August sixth. Um, that we'll be celebrating, uh, bringing our uh, partners together and um, the people who've supported us over the years. And we'll be celebrating then, and we'll probably figure out some other ways of uh, celebrating. But you know what that probably means is that we'll do a flu uh, drive-through clinic um, and other ways of helping people. We want to make sure we're part of the effort, and we are, to get more people vaccinated. And so um, we'll be offering some uh, vaccines here at the health plan uh, as well so that people can get that. So we'll kind of celebrate by just doing the work that we normally do.
3: Have you run into uh, people that are um, reluctant to get vaccines and and have you been able to share information with them that helps make them decide whether it's for the flu or COVID-19?
6: Yeah, it really, you know, we do and we do that every day. We we have a team of enrollment staff and and health educators that work with people and and it, you know, a lot of times it's just there's a number of factors. Some of it is just you know, where can I get a vaccine and that's pretty well uh... That's gotten better over time so you know probably in march or april we were really trying to get people to where they could get the vaccine as it was limited but now that it's it's grown um, you know, it's, you know, just making sure they can get to them, but it, it, a lot of times it's just uh, sending them the right information or getting them to the right place to get the information that they need. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for hesitancy. Uh, you know, there are some people who, you know, know, they, they, they hear that a person gets sick when they get the vaccine and so they don't want to get sick. Uh, some people just do not like getting injections or shots, they, they're just petrified of that. That. Uh, there's been some history of people uh, in years, especially the African American community, where uh, they, they, um, they, there were some unscrupulous, uh, you know, giving them um, Trials and other things of uh, in, in, in really not needing to do that, so there's just there 's a lot of different things that are out there, and you just try to address those things uh, in a, in a matter and, and give people their uh, the education and the options, and then they can make their decision there's some people who are adamant and refuse to get it. And um, there's not much you can do about that. And there are some people who are in that contemplative stage that they still are looking for more information.
3: And and of course now it's been twenty years of, of having this uh this tremendous uh resource available in Genesee County. Um and and as you called it, it's it's been a wild ride. But um what, is, what does the ride look like for the next 20 years?
6: Well, I, I think it's going to be, you know, what are what's the federal, uh, what's it going to be like at the federal uh, level? You know, we, we went through a past administration that was trying to, um, just, you know, really try to get the Affordable Care Act to go away or at least limit a lot of that, Um there's still I, the, the Medicaid expansion is a real interesting, you know, because there's like uh, close to eight hundred thousand people um, statewide on that, and about thirty six, thirty eight thousand in Genesee County, and uh, the, uh, the federal government right now is is giving all those dollars, those federal dollars to to support that. But eventually that's, there was there was already plans in place to reduce the amount of the federal share to support that, and the states were either going to have to come up with those extra dollars or, or start cutting enrollment. And I don't know when that's going to happen, but I see that happening and with different administrations and different congresses and all that. I, I think you're going to see this up-and-down battle with this going on, and so really – we're, we're probably the only community, the only county in Michigan that can, kind of, with the, the, uh, the support of the millage, to really battle and, and be able to be around for all of those changes that are probably going to happen uh, with health care in, in the future.
3: Well, it actually serves as kind of a fail-safe.
6: It really is, because, you know, we've we've covered in one way uh, or another o- over the last 20 uh, years over uh, just almost under 100,000, very close to that mark. And so that's pretty remarkable if you think about it. It's like one in four Genesee County residents have been on Genesee Health Plan at one time or another. So because I think there's, well, I don't know what the new census data was, but, the, you know, the, the 2010 uh, census data was about 400,000 people living in Genesee County so it's almost one in four and so you know everybody knows somebody who's been on the health plan it seems like and yeah, um, and and again, you uh, know, it, you you have to renew this every seven years. So the next time is two thousand and twenty-six. And so, you, you never know what the political climate's going to be. You never know how voters are. What I, I I've been really blown away, and part of that wild ride I described is is that like sixty-five percent of the voters approved of this in two thousand eighteen uh, of the three hundred precincts in Genesee County only three did not have 50% approval or more. I mean, that's pretty remarkable in a, in a political age that we live in. This is something that really, uh, HealthPet is more apolitical. and We try to remain that way. We try to be Switzerland almost in, in as neutral as we can on this because it really... Having health care is not Republican, it's not Democratic, it's, it's just the right thing to, to to do. So, you know, those will be the waters that we navigate uh, over the next 20 years. And then really, uh, you're really working with people on what we call the social determinants of health because um, there are other factors that influence health. Health care and having access to providers and health care and insurance is, is vital but there are other factors like uh, you know we just had this water crisis and people still are lining up for water and uh, and so you know having clean water and food and transportation and in in clothing all those basic needs and then just really helping people establish that primary care relationship uh so that they they go to see the doctor and they don't use the emergency room or urgent care as the way they see a doctor um preventative care. So those are the things that we'll be continuing to work on over the next 20 years.
3: And now one thing that I think is probably a little confusing to people, the Genesee Health Plan has its own governing board, but there's a close relationship between the Genesee Health Plan and the Genesee Board of Commissioners. How does that all fit together in the the grand scheme of things. well the yeah.
6: um the 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 county jesse county collects that millage it's a property tax millage that helps support that uh coverage and so um, that gets collected uh, by the county, and then annually there's a, uh, a, a, an, a an agreement that is signed between the county and the health department and Genesee Health Plan um, to to be able to get those dollars to then pay for the provi- to the providers and that coverage. So that's that's been the relationship that we've had uh, uh, since uh, 2007 uh, when we first st- for signed the first agreement with the county to get those millage dollars so yes we have a, a board that governs our uh, uh us and then uh, the board of commissioners really is is where those monies are collected and then uh, there's an annual agreement on those millage dollars
3: and and i think uh when you talk about 65 percent uh, voter approval in 2018 it's i i I think people have come to realize that uh that the Genesee health plan is a huge bang for the buck um i, I don't know if people realize just how much money um, this this small contribution that voters make adds up to and provides for people and I'm looking at some numbers from a press release from the health plan that says more than 100 million dollars in doctor visits more than 44 million on prescriptions more than 2.5 million on mental health services more than 5 million on dental services and more than 26 million on lab and x-ray services that's a lot of money Jim
6: <laughs> it is. <laughs> so those are all the dollars that we got um prior to the ACA there were some federal dollars that came into the county for um um for uncompensated or uninsured care. And we were able to take those dollars and match them with the millage dollars and in, in kind of supersize in, in, in the fast food business, kind of supersize. And so, we, yes, those are dollars that, when you mention those things, that we have paid out to providers, to the hospital systems, to uh, that, you know, that pay for that care otherwise again that's uncompensated that means people don't have access because uh most providers will just want to co- uh you know see people that have coverage it makes sense for them they have a business to run as well so um it is mind-boggling the amount of dollars that the health plan has been able to bring into uh, for health care in this uh, community so as you had mentioned earlier in the previous segment the providers have come 360 on this and really have grown to really um, you know appreciate uh, that the health plan Genesee health plan has been able to bring those dollars not only to them but to the community and healthcare is expensive if you you know when you know we cover people like their cancer treatments uh, uh for people who don't qualify for insurance and it's just mind-boggling how expensive uh, that is. And so, yes, someone's property tax, which might be a um, hundred dollars a year, um, c- you know, helps cover people that would not have any resources for their cancer treatment, you know, that which is tens of thousands of dollars. And like you said, it's a good investment. It's, uh, you, and it's that safety net that if I ever lose my job, or if my daughter or my son ever loses their job that they can get at least some health care coverage make sure that they can see a doctor get prescriptions and i can invest that property tax which which is usually about $100 maybe unless they have a real expensive home it might be more than that that they um they it's really an investment in their community
3: yeah and it's just it it it's just um amazing how just chipping in that little bit by just supporting that millage and and being willing to pay that few dollars a year how it 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 when pulled together the way it has been has has provided all of this help for people who couldn't have found it otherwise
6: absolutely and so yeah it it really is one of those things that is mind-boggling you know the millage the voters uh, this these dollars that come in um, and it's just, it, I, I, you know, I have to give credit to people who've been working on this uh, for years because it, it really has been a, a plan, a, a developing plan, but to really look at all these resources. So, uh, you know, the Genesee Health Plan has always had good board members, always had good community partners. It's been a community effort to really uh, maintain this Uh because uh you know we needed all everybody's input, and yeah it's it's just mind boggling, it's so unique to you know here and to the state and into the country
3: well you know when when you and I first started talking uh just i think just before the last millage election, yeah, um you know, we had a a concern that that not very many people knew or understood what the Genesee health plan was and is um is is that changing do you think people are are becoming much better informed about the the genesee health plan
6: well i think it kind of goes in waves is what my experience has been (laughs) as needed there are a lot yeah (laughs) if you need it or if your family member needs it then uh um, then they find out about it, and then they, then they know it, and then then they tell their neighbors, their friends, and all of that. It, it's still amazing to me, you know. With all the um, you know, we do commercials, we do um, you know, we've done billboards in the past, we've done media. That there are people that um, still don't know about us, and so that we always have a job to do uh, on getting the word out. But that's why we really the best word, the, the, you know, when we survey people how do they hear about Genesee Health Plan? The number one is by word of mouth. And so we really need listener, your listeners. We need everybody out there just to, you know, if, they, if they're having a conversation with somebody and they're like, yeah, I just lost my job and I don't have any health care, let them know about Genesee Health Plan, and that's that's you know, and that's the best advertisement we can have. But yeah, we still have people who don't know. But it really kind of goes in waves, especially when uh, people who've never looked for care or help before all of a sudden need it. So,
3: well, Jim, let's uh, if we can very quickly uh, let people know where they can find Genesee Health Plan and learn more about it.
6: Well, our office is at 2171 South Linden Road over there by McDonald's and Gordon Food uh, to south of Corona. They can call us at 810-232-7740, or they can go on our website, geneseehealthplan.org, and everything that I've talked about is right on there, and they can see if they qualify and how to enroll and all of that. So um, there, there's lots of ways that they can get in contact with us.
3: Jim Milanowski is the CEO of Genesee Health Plan, my guest this past hour. And, Jim, thanks again for uh, sharing your valuable time with me and the listeners. And uh, happy 20th, and keep up the good work.
6: Thanks. I appreciate it. And I always enjoy uh, talking with you. And anytime you need me, just let me know.
3: All right. Well, we'll I'm sure we'll talk again because uh, health care is something uh, that we need yep. to pay attention to all the time. So
6: Absolutely.
3: Jim, uh, as I said, uh, thanks and keep up the good work. We'll see you.
6: Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye
3: And with that, we'll have uh, a short break, and we'll be back with the final segment of today's show.
2: Hey, <laughs> this is The Unknown Comic, and guess what? You're listening to The Tom Sumner Show right now. And now, and now, too, and even now.
7: Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported.
8: Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org.
0: Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program.
4: I was talking about doctors, and there was an item in the paper about... They had put up $200,000 to study witchcraft, because they had found that some of the things that witch doctors had been teaching for ages had some definite therapeutic value, either psychosomatic or, or definite medicinal cures. And to see if the modern doctor could learn anything from witchcraft... And the reverse might be also true. Uh, I wonder how far the witch doctor has progressed, how many of the modern medical theories or practices he has adapted to his needs. And uh, this is a witch doctor, and I'm sure like any other doctor, he gets a phone call in the middle of the night. And oh, hello. Oh, hi. Hi, Mrs. Cumber. No, no, that's, that's all right. I've, I would have been getting up another five, six hours anyway. <laughs> the, the crops are withering, and, and your son is seeing demons, huh? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of that going around. I, I wouldn't worry about it, yeah. so, it. Sounds like a 24-hour curse to me. I well, I'll tell you, if you're really concerned, uh, do you have any bark of a tree that was uh, struck by lightning in the light of a full moon in the medicine chest? Yeah, you might sprinkle some of that on him every four hours. and If he isn't any better in the morning, why? Gee, I, I couldn't possibly come out to the house. No, I, I, I don't make hut calls anymore, uh, Mrs. Crumber. No, I, I haven't danced around the house in years, you know. If you don't, you don't stay with it, uh, you know, you lose it. Mrs. Crumber, I don't, I don't care how many chickens you're going to give me. You know, it just isn't worth my time. The, go- the government takes uh, most of them anyway, you know. So, well, I can recommend a good demon man, I, I don't, uh, you know, I don't have him to specialize in, in demon work, he's uh, pretty good. There's, uh, there's one intern, a um, guy just got out of school, he, he still makes house calls, but, uh, you know, that, that should tell you something about the guy, you know. It, well, he's a little slow, you know, he has to paint the steps around the house be, before he does a dance, you know. I mean, yeah, and then sometimes he'll, you know, instead of curing the curse, it'll, it'll rain, you know. Well, they're very similar dances, you know, if you, if you don't know what you're doing, you, you can wind up with a thunderstorm for about five or six days. You know? Well, you're free to call him. I mean, I tell you what you could do, uh, you might wrap him in some mud and, and put some, uh, some leaves around him and, and put him out in a field where some hyenas uh, congregate. You know? Well, it, it won't help the curse, you no. Know? but sometimes their laugh can become infectious, you know, and it might cheer him up a little bit, you know. Well, I'll tell you, if he doesn't feel better in the morning, uh, why why don't you bring him in, yeah? Oh, that's right, tomorrow is Wednesday, isn't it? Uh, Well, I'll tell you what the hell, we don't tee off till 1.30. Why don't you bring him in in the morning? All right, goodbye, goodbye. (laughs)
2: Headaches, headaches. Aspirin commercials give me Headaches. Just when I'm feeling chipper as you please That's when they show me all my sinus cavities Headaches Headaches Those sponsors don't care how my head aches See that announcer? He looks so fine His head should ache like mine Headaches Headaches Those pounding hammers give me headaches They say it once and then they say again Oh tension, pressure, pain Oh tension, pressure, pain Headaches, headaches Those sponsors love it when my headaches. Mother, don't hand me those pills from the shelf I'd rather do it myself It when my head aches, there is one remedy that's unsurpassed, and their commercials give me headaches. Fast, fast, fast headaches, headaches. Aspirin commercials give me headaches. Today I swallowed the best cure yet. I ate my TV set. This was
0: another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program.
1: To the grocery store To buy a TV And a few things more But when I get there All I can find Is sixteen honey buns And some mad dog wine I'm washing my hands like a raccoon with OCD. I've watched Hulu, Roku, Netflix, PBS, and the BBC. I've taken down all my mirrors because I'm sick of what I see. Yeah, two more weeks of this quarantine death of me, the death of me. You know, they say this is war, but we don't have to storm Omaha Beach or Chop Hill, we just lay here on the couch and watch TV. I'd rather volunteer for a high-risk commando raid to parachute into Wuhan and find that little fella that ordered that bat suit. I know I'm talking out of my head, saying crazy stuff over and over like, Yes, dear. Yes, dear. At breakfast, I meant to say, honey, please pass me the pepper. What slipped out was, you crazy woman, you've ruined my life. <laughs> of course, I immediately apologized. as <laughs> Soon as I regained consciousness. <laughs> I From a Tom Thunder.
3: Well, that wraps it up for today's edition of the Tom Sumner program in fact they're smoking George Winters uh, tickling the ivories let me know it's time to head on down the hall to the living room but I'll be back tomorrow with uh, a special edition of the Tom Sumner program to kick off the holiday weekend but I want to say thanks to all the guests today uh, Jim Milanowski from uh, the Genesee health plan And uh, Dr. Uh, Miari Andrea from the uh, film, the upcoming documentary film, The Healthcare Cure. And Jessica Fonzo about her book, Can Fixing Dinner Fix the Planet? Good night, everybody. Tom
0: Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show. And our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions.